Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Chris Fritch, a CRM success consultant and the founder of Clients First Consulting, a CRM and data quality success consulting firm. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hi, Art. Glad to be here. It's my privilege. I'm looking forward to this. So tell us about your background and the genesis of Clients First Consulting. So the genesis of Clients First Consulting, I started the company just over 15 years ago and was really designed to help firms be successful with marketing technology, CRM systems, and related and integrated technology. I'm actually a, a bit of a recovering attorney and got started in consulting right out of law school and uh, ended up uh, starting the company after working at uh, some legal organizations. So it's been a great 15 years. We've got almost 80 people on the team now. Why is CRM important for a law firm's success? CRMs are really about communication, coordination, and client service and business development. And these are things that are pretty core and important to law firms. You know, because if you think about it as an attorney, if you can't share information about your expertise and experience and changes in the law and how you can help, then it makes it really challenging to develop business. You know, and if firms can't target their communications and segment their audiences and really sort of share information, then it makes it, again, really hard for them to develop business. So it's really important to have a CRM system to help them keep track of and leverage their relationships and share that, that information. How has the way that law firms use CRM changed for the better and maybe for worse in their operations? And we're seeing right now a change like I've never seen before. More and more firms are changing their CRM systems, looking for new systems, and many, many firms are getting a system for the first time. And a lot of this has to do with, of course, the pandemic and you know everybody working remotely and everybody you know being forced into digital first marketing because in person just didn't happen for years. And it's still a little bit of a hybrid model now because in person marketing and, and business development still isn't fully back. And I think firms during this time period learned that they really can leverage this technology and be more efficient and be more effective and still develop business you know, without the in-person. And so I think they understand now how important technology is. We also have a lot of, you know, younger lawyers who, you know, have been exposed to this technology from a very young age and they're completely open to it. Uh, and they're adopting it more and more to make them become more efficient and effective and again, reach a broader audience. And so it's a really exciting time. Uh, there's also a lot of new technology that's been developed, things like ERM systems or enterprise relationship management where CRM is client relationship management, you know, and it's more of a, of a database. And for years functioned using Outlook contacts and bringing them in from the attorney's Outlook because that's where the contacts used to be. These new ERM systems are actually bringing in contacts from the signature blocks of emails. They're not requiring attorneys to do data entry or sit in training classes or install software. You've got people who are billing hundreds or even over $1,000 an hour Data entry is certainly not the highest and best use of their time. And these new systems really minimize the attorney effort and maximize the value. So we're, we're seeing a whole new way of working where 
instead of attorneys doing data entry and, and us judging whether we've got a successful implementation by attorneys all logging in and using the system, instead of doing it, putting data in, now it's all about getting value out. And a lot of that involves you know, having marketing and business development teams help the attorneys figure out what information they need and then serve it up to them in dashboards and reports in the most efficient, effective manner so that they can do what they need to do, you know, spend time serving their clients, but also be able to market and develop business. So from a practical standpoint, how can law firms and their professionals engage an audience and better manage data to establish themselves as thought leaders? Well, you know, engaging the audience, I think there's a lot of different ways you can engage your audience. The first thing you have to do is understand your audience. Uh, a lot of that is is targeting, you know, are you focused on industries? Are you sharing information related to a key practice? And then are you collecting the contact information on these people? You know, are you working together with your marketing team, you know, to get information out to them? It's just important. The big part of this is you've got to have good data. So I can tell you as an attorney, if the data is bad, therefore the system will be bad and I will not use the system, right? So one of the most important things in a functional CRM tool is good data, because if the attorneys look at it and it's wrong, you're done. You know, they won't adopt the system. There's also a trend for years, we've defined, you know, success. You can listen, Gartner, and a lot of people will tell you 70 plus percent of CRM implementations fail to meet expectations. Well, they don't usually tell you why. It's usually because the expectations are wrong. But I will say in law firms, it's probably much higher than 70%. People just don't feel like, and professionals specifically, don't feel like they've gotten the value out of these systems that was commensurate with the time and effort and money required. So CRM systems do require to succeed a lot of time, money, people, and other resources. And so... We've asked for years attorneys to spend all this time and effort, and they were going to get some kind of value. Well, I think over the years, they got some value, but I don't think they felt like they got enough value based on the time and effort and money they were spending. And what they got was what they called the glorified Rolodex or mailing list. And I can talk to you all day about how important that actually is in a law firm, but the attorneys, you know, just didn't feel like they were getting the value. And I think now we're seeing, you know, a completely new approach to CRM. Now, I'm a big believer in changing how we define success. I think it should be defined as attorneys getting value out of the system and not having to put so much time, effort, and data into the system. And we have a lot of technology that's really helping with that right now. Can you break down the difference between good data as you describe it and bad data? They used to say 30 plus percent of your data degraded every year if you didn't maintain it, if you didn't have what we call a data steward. And now, you know, with the pandemic and work from home and the great resignation, people changing roles and jobs and locations, and we are actually probably closer to half of our data going bad every year. And bad typically means data that can be incorrect, incomplete, or dated. You know, a lot of times CRM systems relied on Outlook contacts and people put things in Outlook and they never put a lot in, they never take anything out, they never delete the dead contacts or the retired people, they never update the addresses. People know the same people, so you end up with duplicative data. If you do a a sync from Outlook into the CRM, people know the same people and you have thousands of duplicates. In fact, I, I just had a client that asked us, hey, could we help? or have our data quality team clean 58,000 company records that just were duplicative over the years. That's a big 
big project. And these CRM systems, when you're working with large law firms, you know, we worked with a firm that had 7 million records. So there's a lot of data and a lot of data because attorneys are meticulous and need that data to be good to effectively communicate. There's a lot of time well spent, but it does take a lot of time to keep that data clean, correct, and complete. But it's important. What are some best practices for firms to keep their data current? You know, interesting. I just had a, a call with a client yesterday and she's a, she, they just had implemented a CRM and she's their new data steward. And she wanted to know what some of the best practices were, you know, and they've got data coming in. You've got data coming in from a lot of different sources, but it's important to research the data when it comes in to uh, make sure that people are attached to companies, that company names are consistent. And then things that seem like they'd be so easy, like attorneys will say, just let's pull a client list. Sounds easy. And they get frustrated because it's not really that easy. To be able to pull data out, you have to have that data tagged in the system. So it really does typically take a time and billing integration to actually identify, you know, you have companies in the system, but we don't know if those companies are an alumni, you know, if they're a vendor, if they're a referral company, they're a prospect, or if they're a client. And so you have to do some integrations to actually get the client indicator and the client headquarters and information tagged into the system. So that's a best practice is to make sure that you're keeping up with, and it's sometimes hard to keep up with all your clients, but at least keeping up with your top clients, you know, making sure that you have people associated there and maybe seeing of all those people at our top clients, are they on our mailing lists? You know, we had a, a big client look at their top 200 and they found out of 200 companies, they only had like 300 total individuals on the mailing list. These companies probably had thousands of contacts. And so they went through a process to try to get the lawyers to reach out and engage them and add people to lists. Because again, if you're not communicating effectively, it's really hard to develop business. It's also important. You've really got to have ongoing data stewarding. It's absolutely essential. It's actually the biggest part of our business, you know, of our team. We're doing data stewarding uh, so that the law firms can rely on their data to be effective. You know, we had a client who when the pandemic started, they hadn't ever cleaned their lists. They had one big list. They hadn't used it in five years. They sent out 50,000 emails to just try to let, you know, let people know what was going on. You know, they had the typical COVID newsletter and half of them bounced. Their email provider immediately turned them off as a spammer. And it was just a big mess because data degrades so quickly. You just have to stay on top of it. You have to dedicate the time and the money and the people and the resources to the data or the whole strategy falls apart. This sounds fairly resource intensive. What CRM options do smaller and mid-sized firms have? That's really been top of mind for me for the last several years. I've worked with so many large firms and that feel like they're frustrated with their CRM and it hasn't met their expectations. And these are firms that have put, you know, collectively hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, each firm, you know, putting hundreds or thousands of dollars into these systems some of the firms putting, paying $200,000 for an implementation, data stewarding, and they're still frustrated. There's a lot of things that go into CRM success. You know, data stewarding is a big one, but you've also got to have, you know, it takes a lot of time and effort to implement the systems. So for a long time, the software alone for smaller firms was really cost prohibitive. Licenses were hundreds of dollars up front. And recently, subscription options have brought the cost down and within reach for some smaller firms. 
But if you're looking to implement a vertically focused legal type CRM system, just a basic implementation is going to run you over $50,000. If you need integrations and you've got something more sophisticated, you're looking you know, over $100,000. And then add to that the data stewarding. These systems have a lot of bells and whistles. But again, that, that is really, if you're looking at a firm under 100, that's still probably going to be out of the ballpark. And they're paying for a lot of things they're really not going to use. And so for years, smaller firms would come to me and I'm like, I don't really have a good answer for you unless you've got a budget that year one implementation cost and, and you know you can cover that. And so it's something we've been focused on for the last year. We're actually developing something that it, it's almost like an anti-CRM. It sort of gives you all the benefits of CRM, but without all the headaches and pain points and all the features and functions that were, honestly, many firms, especially smaller firms would never use and that really firms have never felt like they've been very successful with. So we're, we're pretty excited about that. It hopefully will come out this year. How do you see CRM evolving? I think CRM has been evolving. Um, I have never seen so many people focused on changing their CRM systems than I have in the last couple of years. And I think in part, it's to take advantage of a lot of the more advanced business development features, the ERM functionality, the pipelining, and, you know, we're finally focusing on, you know, really organized sales processes for the first time. We've been a little behind the curve in that. And, you know, people really want these tools to be able to enhance their business development and track and, and figure out ROI on things like sponsorships and events and do some really sophisticated tracking that we hadn't seen before. And I think other firms really just want to get to the cloud. And a lot of these new CRM, there's you know, several new CRM offerings that are vertically created, specifically purpose-built for law firms. And they have a lot of these features that firms want to take advantage of, and they're letting them you know, take all their technology to the cloud. We're also seeing a lot more outsourcing than ever before, because I think firms have really realized that they can outsource roles like data stewards and e-marketing and CRM managers, and it allows them to really get some seasoned professionals, and also increase their efficiency while reducing their costs. And I think all, all these are, are some really exciting trends. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Chris Fritch, a CRM success consultant and the founder of Clients First Consulting, a CRM and data quality success consulting firm. Chris, thanks so very much. Thanks, Ari. Appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.